This is a life-changing message from Abundant Life Christian Center in Newark, Delaware. More information about Abundant Life can be found at www.alcc1.org. Now, let's join Pastor Jack Miller. Look at this. Remember, I always told you there's three groups in every church. Whether you leave this church, go to another church, there's always going to be them three groups in that church. It don't matter what church you're in, there are going to be these three groups. Hunter David said, no matter what church you go to, you're going to find these three groups. You're going to be a part of one of these groups. Y'all ready? You're going to be a part of one of the groups. I don't care what church you go to, you're going to be a part of one of these groups. You can go to First Baptist, been established forever. Gonna find that group. You can go there and have ten people. Still gonna have three groups. Yeah. <laughs> Did y'all catch what I just said? You can go to a church that has ten people, and I guarantee you'll still find three of these groups. You like really? Yep. You go right in there, you'll find them, and you go there. You are. Oh my God! Oh, there you are. Oh, glory! There you are. Ah! Can I explain you the groups? You already know the groups. We just going to make sure you get revelation around. All right. Watch this. Number one is the committed group. Remember the committed group? The committed group is the medium group. The committed group is the ones that do stuff. You know, you find them doing stuff. Amen. They medium group. All right. They, you know, they ain't the biggest group. Amen. But they're getting the job done. That's why I'd always, you know, even at, look, look, I was at a big church one time. I was at, a, I was part of a large ministry. And one thing that I found out of being a part of a large ministry, that that group is the still same size, even over there. Because when it came, it, it is a minority. When it came down to do stuff, I found out that that large group, uh, they didn't have no parts of that. And I was like, wow, because I was with this committed group. Somebody say amen. amen. All right. That's my medium group, my complacent group. That's the largest group. Now, the complacent really retards the progress of the church. The church is never, and I'm going to show you, the church is never, the church is never uh, slowed from the outside. Church never slowed from the outside. It's always from the end. I'm going to give you scripture to back that up. All right. That complacent. Y'all know this. Complacent is the largest group. That's the group that just sit around. I like my church. I love my church. They don't do nothing. I'm just being real with you. Go to to your next ministry. No, don't go. Stay here. (laughs) But. Remember, look around any ministry. You can look around. I can go in people's churches and I can say, oh, there's complacent. You can tell because she'd be sitting there like this. <laughs> and then you always see that one that's working. And you're like, what is she? Wow, is she the only one? Now I'm being real with you. All right. And the third group. So and now, now the complacent group, say the, you have to understand this. You run the risk of losing your zeal. For the things of God, the longer you sit. You can't, can I say something? You can't sit. You got to get involved in something. You got to do a little something. Somebody say amen. Amen. 
Say, I can't, I can't not be a part and not be a part of. Hey, Amen. I got to be a part. See, if you stay complacent long enough, you'll start looking for uh, fault in other folk. See, because if you, you know, you know, if you're not doing nothing, you, you start. I've seen this happen in church. Folks start hating on folk who are doing something. Why you? You seem like you're the only one doing it. Well, you know, it is what it is. Let me do it. Glory to God. I've been called to serve. Somebody say amen. All right. Can I get to my third? Now, the third complacent is the biggest group. You want to know what the smallest group is? They're the smallest group, but they make the no, most noise. Y'all want to know what that is? They're the corrupted group. <laughs> y'all, not, y'all ain't that. I thought I'd been down this road. All right. But the corrupted group, now watch this. The corrupted group is called something else. They call the devils. You know, they got their own pet name, the devils. You know, every team has a mascot. We the devils. Amen. The corrupt team is we the devils. Here they come, the devils. <laughs> now, the devils are never satisfied until they have got you on their team. Are y'all with me? Now, listen to this. When I talk about devils, you have to understand that there are different types of devils or different types of influences that can be upon a person that they're in the church. Number one is the Miriam influence. The Miriam influence. You see that in Numbers 12 and 1. Turn there quickly. Numbers 12 and 1. You know what I found? Because a lot of times pastors don't talk or teach on church and things about church. People do things that are outside the will of God. And then pastors get frustrated and mad because they never taught it. And then they're mad because the people don't do it. But they can't do it unless you teach them. And see, yeah, yeah, we like to teach faith and prayer and, and believe in God and receive him. But you need to know some etiquette, too. Amen. Yes, if you ever leave here, you should do things right. Amen. Come on, somebody. You should do it right. And see, even if you're somebody else's place, you shouldn't cut up and act a fool over there either. Amen. This just ain't for us because, see, some of y'all are destined to move. Amen. God has different plans and other plans on your life. And so sometimes some of you will be called out. And when you do go and you're sitting under somebody else's ministry, please act right. That's why we're giving you this. So you can act right. Act right while you're here and act right if you have to go. Somebody say amen. I'm hoping you don't have to go. But if you got to go and God has destined for you to go, then you're going to go. But you're going to take act right with you. I declare, I declare I will not be a problem, be a problem. At, this church, at this church or anybody else's church. Amen. Glory to God. Somebody say amen. I wish more pastors would teach what I'm teaching right now because we've stopped the merry-go-round and we stopped a whole lot of mess. Y'all ready? All right. Hurry up real quick. All right. So Miriam, look at it. Numbers one real quick. And Miriam. And Aaron spoke against Moses because of the Ethiopian woman whom he had married. But that ain't the real reason. For he had married an Ethiopian woman. 
Y'all see that? And he said, he just said there wasn't no whole reason. Watch this. And they said, have the Lord. Oh, there it is. Did you see it come out? Yeah. She might be the issue we bringing up, but here's the real deal. And they said, hath the Lord indeed spoken only by Moses? Hath he not spoken also by us? And ain't, ain't God using us? He, can't God use us? Is God ain't, pastor ain't the only one God can use. Can I get an amen? amen? He ain't the only one that can hear God. Amen. I can hear God for myself. Glory to God. But I, I see that, that we had a problem a long time ago on this. And hath he not spoken also by us? Don't trip. Don't trip. God does use giftings on you too. And he works in you. But don't forget that he's gave that fivefold an anointing so that you're not tossed and turned. Amen. There's a reason why he put him or her there. Somebody say amen. amen. Secondly, real quick, is the spirit of, I mean, the uh, influence of Korah. The influence of Korah. How many of y'all remember Korah in the, write this down, number 16 and 1. We're not going to read all that because I'm running out of time. How many of y'all remember Korah uh, went, got everybody together? Got 250 folk together. Got to be careful of the Korah thing. So because the Korah also thinks that God's going to use me too. And see, God also, now notice these first few that we're talking about, devils always go against leadership. You ever notice that? Always against leadership, always murmuring, always got something to say. Are y'all listening? And so Korah, if you remember the end of the story, the whole, all of them died. Whole, whole earth opened up and took them all down. Somebody say amen. All right, watch this. Next, next is the influence of Absalom. Absalom. Absalom sit at the gate. And what's, why is there an influence of Absalom? Because Absalom sat at the gate and told folk, no, y'all ain't have to listen today. Pastor don't know what he's talking about. This was Absalom. He did this to his, his son, his father, David. Are y'all listening to me? See, he tried to win the people over by criticizing his father. If you're not careful, you'll do the same thing. Somebody say amen. amen. Do y'all realize there are certain things that God will give me that he won't give you? Yes. Can I get an amen on that? Amen. There are certain things God will speak to me that he ain't going to speak to you. Amen. There are certain directions God will tell me to go that he ain't going to tell you. And see, I've had this happen. Because God tells me to do something different right in the middle of the stream, people get mad. They say they ain't going to get mad, but they do get mad. I can't believe he changed his mind on it. Believe it. I'm not obligated to stick with what you have. I'm obligated to stick with what he says. Somebody say amen. Because I'd rather be in trouble with you rather than God. All right. Amen. Folk usually come around. Folk usually come around. Then there is the spirit of, or I won't say spirit, the influence of Judas. Judas liked money. Judas liked money. He liked, to, he liked to be able to hang on to that cash flow. And uh, I've had people tell me that. I've had people tell me this before. They said, Pastor, well, you know, uh, I see you taking up, uh, <laughs> and I got to, <laughs> I've had people tell me this. I see you taking up offering for the cameras and all that. I don't feel that's necessary. You know, I think that's overkill. And I said, well, God didn't give you the vision. When God gives you the vision, then I will listen to you. Somebody say amen. 
I got a call the other day to go on four stations. I didn't tell you that because I'm just waiting. For, for the other day, just the other day, Pastor, you know, we're looking for you. Yeah, okay, four stations. Oh, and they're here, and I, I should be where you are. I can't touch everybody here, but we can. Amen. amen. Somebody say amen. amen. All right. Stop worrying about the money. You know, realize you got to, you got to, I, I believe Teresa and I and the leadership of this church is good stewards. Amen. We don't just spend the money like it. And it ain't yours after you give anyway. Amen. And we just don't spend it on whatever we feel, oh, you know, feel good. It's not my bank account. Amen. I don't have a right to write a check when I feel like it. Oh, I like that. Let me get it. No, no, it don't get it. Man, you, y'all know what I like around here? You know, I like to have a, I like them, that, that nice bus. They got a nice bus, Mary. They got a nice bus. And I said, I, I, I said, man, would be nice to have a nice bus. She, she said, who going to ride the bus? How many folk riding your van now? <laughs> she did. She said, how many folk riding your van? Are we going to waste money on a the, on the bus? You know, when we got other things. And y'all know we got other things in mind. <laughs> Give us two weeks. We got other things in mind. And praise the Lord. That's all I'm going to say for right now. All right. And then you'll see, oh, glory to God. There's a vision. Oh, yeah. Okay, praise the Lord. And last, last one. What did I say? Judas? All right. You know, and Judas is, Judas is nasty. You know why Judas is nasty, real fly? You know, because Judas will say he with you, and he'll be sitting with you. You know, and he'll be eating with you. And he, Judas be high-fiving you. Yeah, he'll be grinning at you. Girl, no, I love you. And the moment you turn your back, Judas like, I got him. Sad thing about Judas. We got to go into a whole series on, or, or a whole teaching on Judas. Because, see, you may have Judases in your life. Everybody has a Judas. Oh, y'all playing, y'all. God had a Judas. Jesus had a Judas, you know. God had a Judas called the devil. Everybody, okay, I could go through the list of the Judases that some of the men and women of God have had in life. Somebody say amen. All right. Last but not least, quickly, is the uh, influence of the Jezebel. How many of y'all know Jezebel? 1 Kings 18, 19, 21, and 21, we see the demise of Jezebel. But Jezebel, now watch this. Now, girls, don't get mad. But Jezebel is this chick. Listen to this real quick. Is this girl who hates male authority? Boy, can I can y'all tell y'all a little secret? Brother Miller ran into that a lot. And I often tell the guys, come on, get some. You understand what I just said? Get some. Now, you know, I told somebody this the other day. I love strong women. But I don't like women who are Jezebel's who are being used by that influence to be something that you shouldn't be. Somebody say amen. Amen. So she's going to hate male authority. Number two, she loves power. 
Number three, she hates doctrine and will be divisive. And she wants authority on her own terms. And she'll usually use it to get it through that man. He's just a puppet. Amen. Write this scripture down, Matthew 12, 25. Put it on the screen real quick. Y'all getting anything? Look at this, Matthew 12, 25. I want you to see this. And Jesus knew their thoughts and said unto them, Every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation, and every city or house divided against itself shall not stand. That's why either strife will go or you'll go. Are you listening? Why? Because we can't stand if we divide it. Somebody say, we are are united. united. All right. There are certain reasons why people leave church. Real quick. Now, I'm almost out. I know I'm almost done. There are certain reasons why people, uh, can I say something different? Here are legitimate reasons to leave church. How about I give you legitimate reasons? Is that good? All right, y'all ready? All right. Geographical relocation. It makes commuting to church impractical. There are certain folk who have left here that commuting to church just don't work for them. I went to see, uh, I went to uh, see Miss Joy. Uh, me and Terry went to see Miss Joy, and Miss Joy, lit, the hospital was up past. How many of y'all know where uh, Eagles, the Eagles, play uh, Lincoln Field? We went past the Lincoln Field, and then we just kept going, I, I, all the way up there. Einstein. Yeah, we went all the way up there to Einstein. If y'all know where Philly is, and we went past the Lincoln. I mean the the air. I mean. Went past the football stadiums and all, and we just kept going. And I kept telling Terry, how far we got to go? Glory to God. You know, if we're ever going to get to the hospital, uh, uh, amen. And he said, yeah, just keep going. We'll be all right. Amen. And then, and then I, I told Terry something else. Yeah, you, you can tell folk this. They can look at Periscope. I said, and, and Terry, I tell you, I said, Terry, you kind of felt, you kind of feel proud in a way, don't take my proud the wrong way, and respect for the couple that we had here that traveled. Y'all didn't hear me. And I said, Terry, you really got to, you know, your heart really got to go out for him and say, glory to God. God is, see, because Teresa and I traveled for years to church, over an hour, uh, and it wasn't nothing to us, you know. We, hey, one car get miles, we switch it out, get another one. <laughs> one car get miles, switch it out, get another one. Because we were on the road for the Lord, we felt. Amen. And we had a great time doing it. Amen. Met a lot of great friends. And, you know, that's where I got my spiritual heading at anyway. But my heart, like uh, when I was in the car with Terry not too long ago, I told him, man, I said, man, this just, it's just awesome how God puts people in your life to show you dedication. Oh, y'all missed it. All right. So, and, and they came to me. And they came to me. It has just got to the point. We just can't do it no more. And I, you know what? 
You know, I was like, hey, you got to make sure this is this the Lord. If this is God, see, because you can feel a way, but it's got to be the Lord. And you go, what are you going to do? Because many of you wouldn't make that trip. Y'all have trouble with 10 minutes. <laughs> and that's, that's over an hour. That's an hour and a half, it seemed like. And, and man, and I told, I, I said, man, you know, you just pound your heart again, thanking God for their life. Are you with? So, yeah, sometimes two hours. Now, some of y'all came to me traveling two hours away. Y'all was doing that trip to somebody else. But y'all came for a different reason. And I'm getting ready to hit that reason, too. Glory to God. Amen. So, geographical. Sometimes, now, 10 minutes doesn't mean you are geographical out of the way. All right. Real quick. And number, number uh, letter B is there a drastic change in the vision. Have we now decided to go a different way? than we were when you first arrived. Amen. I guarantee you, we're still doing the same thing that God called us to do. Somebody say amen. Let, let us see, is there doctrinal heresy? That means, are we teaching error when it comes to the word of God? Amen. Because you've got to be careful of that. That's why you've got to study the word to show yourself approved. Amen. All right. Study always. Amen. Even though I get up and I teach the word of God, I need you to go home and study what I just gave you. Somebody say amen. Amen. You got to make sure what you heard like a Berean, make sure what you heard is correct. Amen. As much as I love to say, take me at it. Yeah, you can, but go home and study. Somebody say amen. Amen. All right. Uh, Another reason to leave, because I'm being sent out by the church. That means I'm a church planner, I'm a missionary, I'm an evangelist. God's sending me out. Amen. Every place I went, I'm pretty much, I, I pretty much got to that place where I'm now going out. And, and the man and the woman of God put their blessing upon my life. Everywhere I went. Everywhere I went. You know, we all cry. You know, most of the time we all cry up front. You know, we act like we moved to uh, Alaska or somewhere. But there are times that God moves you to do this work. Somebody say amen. And last but not least, legitimate reasons. This happened uh, with some of you. Uh, You know, you were at a place where spiritual needs wouldn't be met. You know, I know when you first came, that's what you had said to me. Hey, you know, needs wouldn't be met. Soon you got here. Needs started being met. You know, that happens in life. Amen. Now, remember, you know, it's amazing to me sometimes that's been said to me. And I said, well, how can the child, you, 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 you just born, tell me you grown? Somebody say amen. All right. That's, I'm just saying, if you can't sit under the ministry and you haven't sit here, how can you tell me you ain't learning? Because when I look now, now. I can say that as pastor, as I know what God has brought through me. You can't say that here. You ain't got to say amen. I mean, you know, uh, I got a few amens, but you can't say that. I'll give you another shot. You can't say that here. I'm being real. I had many times I had said that. Three times. <laughs> Can we try one more time? You can't say that here. Amen. 
You know why? Because if you rightly divide and if you if you really study the word like you're supposed to and we do what we're supposed to, you're going to get fed. If you come with a, I've, I've seen people, I've known people that come to sit to see where I was going to miss it. Not to hear God, but to look for something so that, and they never came. Most of the folk I knew that, that, that did certain things, they didn't come to see if I was right or wrong. They, I mean, right. They was coming to see what could he get wrong. I'm hoping he gets something wrong. I come with an idea already. I, you know, he can't tell me nothing. You already had the influence of a Miriam on you. And I can't tell you nothing. When all respect and honor is gone, I can't say nothing. When I'm Jack, I can't tell you nothing. Somebody said something to me the other day. I told my wife, and uh, I took it, I ate it like this. They said something, I did just like this. And I did just like that. And I said, I said, when respect and honor is gone, and I sit, I sit in that pulpit, and I, and I said, and I, God ministered to me, and he said, when respect and honor is gone, no one can hear you. When they don't respect you, when they, when they believe you're on the same level with them, they won't respect you. They can't eat. You got to remember this. You never can, watch, watch what I said, watch this, you can never, that's why I've said this to people, if I ever get to a place with you, in a relationship with you, where we're so familiar, it's over. Because now I can't speak into your life. Now you don't respect me. I can't, you know, you'll, at the least little bit, you'll which go, when we get to the level of familiarity, where I, I am no longer your pastor, I'm Jack, it's time for you to roll. And that's a sad thing because you're going to do the same thing to the next level, next stop. No, I won't. No, I won't. Yes, you would. Because you've got to get things correct here before you move there. Can I give you this real quick? Oh, man, I, I'm out of time. Okay, he said, you almost done. There are certain reasons. Write this down. Before you leave a church, always do this. I'm going to give you a few and then, uh, can I give you a little bit of stuff and then you go? All right. Amen. I'm here about feeding you, getting you what you, God desires. Look, when I'm about to leave church, write this down. Have I followed protocol and sharing with those given oversight over my well-being? Have I followed protocol and sharing with those given oversight of my well-being? That doesn't mean your best friend in church I share with them. Did you share with the man of God? Does that make sense? No. Reason, again, fulfillment comes through the church. He's given the church here for you for fulfillment. So don't, don't misalign yourself with that. Receive it. Amen? Secondly, if it is, do I have conflict or controversy? Have I identified all the information I need from the source? Is there conflict or controversy? A lot of times people leave because of conflict or controversy. Go talk to somebody. Somebody, and especially your man of God, go talk to him. It ain't like I don't, I, I don't give you opportunity to, to, to talk to me. Somebody say amen. amen. 
Now, a lot of these is going to stay with you if you stay here, fine, but it's going to stay with you when you're somewhere else. These, this applies there, too. If you're listening to me from uh, you're listening to me from some other state, some other country, this applies where you are, too. You know, amen. Does that make sense? You know, so you could be see, I've had people listening to me from Texas and everything. And if you're if you're in a church down there, this applies to your church down in Texas. This isn't just for the abundant life. Somebody say amen. amen. Am I angry? I ask people that all the time. Are you what you mad about? I'm not mad. Then I bring out you mad. <laughs> I was like, but you said this. Ah, and you mad. Ah, okay, I'm mad. Okay, you can't leave like that. Somebody say amen. amen. See, because now you got unforgiveness in your heart. And you got to release that because you're going to take that to the next place. Somebody say amen. amen. Am I leaving because it is my decision or am I being negatively influenced? If somebody got your ear, because if you're being negatively influenced, you're going to, you know, I can't help that. You've got to say no. Stop. There's always going to be somebody that's going to pull out some haterade. I don't even know some people and they don't like me. I've never met them. And they say, I don't like him. You know, I walk into place. I walk into place the other day. I could feel the what you call. And I was like, I ain't done nothing to y'all. All because I know who I am. You know, I got to say this, man. I'm sitting there. No, I shouldn't say this. No, but I think people, you carry yourself a different way. And I think people look at you different. And so they assume, like, years for years, I used to think Dr. Price or Apostle Price was a certain way, you know. I thought I always thought he was standoffish and everything until I met him in somebody else's house and I was able to talk to him. And then uh, another time we were able to sit down and uh, just talk. I go, oh, gosh, he's really cool. You know, you see what I mean? So sometimes you can have an opinion about somebody that's not even really true and you didn't even meet him. Hey, am I the only one? Some of y'all got... Some folk hate y'all just because y'all, y'all. You got braids in your hair. I hate that. You light skin. I hate that. You dark skin. I hate that. Somebody hates something. You know, I, I, you know, I have set it in my heart that people ain't going to like you just because of you. And so you may as well enjoy what God has made. Everybody don't have a mold, man. I enjoy it. I got no choice. Amen. Years ago, I always tell a story. I was at the place. I told my mother told me, you want to take it off? Because I was beating up people because they, they were saying things. And then, then I said, no, nah, I'm good. Because ain't nobody like me. Only a few. Amen. Freeman. Amen. James. Sharice. Amen. Y'all understand what I'm saying? So you got to be cool with yourself. Have I been courteous on my way out? Am I leaving in such a way that once I leave, I can come back to my church family? You should always be able to leave where you can go back. 
have I respect of godly authority? And last but not least, because I'm out of time, have I said negative things to others in the church? Because if I said negative things to others in the church, that's just not good. Somebody say amen. I'm out of time. I thank you for yours. Amen. Glory to God. This is teaching, teaching, teaching.